I'm Anya. And I'm Ashley, and this is the ANA Podcast, where we talk about Jesus, apologetics, theology, and more. We hope to provide a biblical perspective on issues facing young adults today and pray our conversations will draw you closer to the heart of Jesus through each episode. Welcome to the A&A Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the A&A Podcast. We are so excited to have you here. We're so excited for episode two. And I think Anya and I have some more technical things figured out, so this could be kind of good. Anyway, um, today we are going to start a three-part series on the gospel, and in today's episode we'll be talking about what exactly the gospel is and kind of our personal experiences along with that, Um, but all grounded in God's truth. But before we do that, we are going to open up with a prayer and a Bible verse. So Anya, would you like to do that? Absolutely. All right. Uh, Dear Heavenly Father, we pray that our time together um, today would just glorify and honor you. We pray that Um, today's conversation would just clearly define the gospel and thank you for the technology that Ashley and I are able to just connect and um, talk about you and our love for you and um, yeah just have fellowship Lord in your name amen amen and then so today's Bible verse very very conveniently is uh, (laughs) Romans 10 9 which is If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart, God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Mm, That is so good. That is the heart of God, of the gospel right there. I can't wait to talk more about it. And the heart of God. (laughs) Yes. Amen. So cool. So how's your week been? Or last two weeks? How's your life been, Anya? Tell me about it. It's been really good. Um, Where we live, we've been getting quite a bit of snow. So it's just been kind of cozy, just... You know, being inside, um, I made oh, yeah. some homemade soup and I made some <gasps> homemade bread. Fun. Ooh, yeah. what kind? Um, artisan bread. So I'm super oh. like, I do not make bread. Okay, don't be that. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds more impressive than it actually is. But so I just, I literally just Google easiest bread recipe. <laughs> hey, bread is bread, you know? Yes. And then I, like, I don't even have to knead it or anything. I just kind of <gasps> throw it all together and then like let it rise and then I put it in a like a baking tin and throw it in the oven and yeah yeah, (laughs) I love that it tastes so much it just tastes so much better than you know the stuff you get from the store but yeah that's very true Mm -hmm. and you oh my goodness I'm not gonna spoil anything oops I just snorted how have you been, Ashley? Well, I'm in pretty much the best ever. Um, I got engaged this weekend. <laughs> I'm sure everyone who listens to this already probably knows. Um, but yeah, I got engaged this weekend, and I'm so happy. And I have so many questions, so many, so me. many questions. Okay, so first of all, for people who don't, who may not know you, so kind of give us the give us the story of like how you guys met and. Um, everything like that I want to hear everything all the tea okay so we (laughs) met at (laughs) our first college in the cities we went to a two-year bible school and we didn't date the first year we were both like we both ended up actually liking each other without the other one knowing um (laughs) yep (laughs) that's a story for a different time um but we started going out second year at the beginning of spring semester we just dated for a little over two years And we've been distance dating for most of that time since COVID hit. And then he goes to a school about an hour away from me. And so, yeah, so that's a little bit about us. Uh, 
would you like to hear how he proposed? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so here's where I was a little bit confused because okay. you texted me and you're like, Hey, I might have time to do some stuff like with the podcast. And um, I'm really sad now because it looks like the weather is <laughs> going to prevent me from like going and seeing, you know, my boyfriend. And I was like, Oh, no. <laughs> I thinking to myself, Oh, she sounds so sad because you had sent me a voice recording. Oh, yeah. And then like, you're like, Girl, you would not believe what happened. <laughs> yeah. A little bit later, you're like, Oh my gosh, I got engaged. And like, you're like, everything. What? Like, wait, what just happened? So, yes, definitely. <laughs> I wanted to hear everything because that's okay. all I know so far. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, literally, the weekend took like a 180, like at least six times. So, oh, Micah, well, my boy or my fiance's name is Micah. We were going to go to Michigan to ski. He's a big skier. I am trying and <laughs> with some other friends but it was like the nastiest I've ever seen outside so nasty like literally all the roads were closed from where we were and so we were like we can't go and so of course I'm like literally heartbroken and I'm like crying and crying and I'm like it's fine it's fine whatever so then the next day it like kind of cleared up and Micah came actually down to where I live and we were just hanging out. It was, like, the most chill day ever. We went to a basketball game with my roommate, went to Target, got, like, Panda Express. We watched, like, a whole movie. And he got me – he gave me this microphone that I'm using, too, right now. And then I was about to make dinner. Um, oh, side note, I did paint my nails, but I've been painting my nails for, like, 10 years, basically, in preparation for this moment. <laughs> and I also was, like, checking out his pockets, kind of. Like, I was looking at them to see if there's any, like <laughs> – a ring box but there wasn't so like right when he got there I was like oh it's not happening today whatever um anyway so I was like he was in the kitchen first getting water and then I like walked over to him and was like hey should I make dinner and he was like we can wait and I was like okay and then he was like Ashley um plan a didn't work and we weren't on the kiss cam at the game um so this is this is plan c and so then I was like no way this is happening this is not happening to me right now I can't believe this Anyway, so he, I find out that he's proposing, and literally before he even hits the ground on one knee, I'm screaming, jumping up and down, shaking. I literally, I, Anya, I literally ripped the ring out of his hands, literally out of his hands, was holding it like Schmeagle. I was running back and forth, hopping up and down in the apartment, screaming. I thought I was going to throw up. I know, Anya. So I thought I was going to throw up, so I run to the bathroom. My roommate is, like, out in the living room with with. Micah and they're like what the heck is happening like this is the most extra thing ever so anyway I literally he didn't even get to put it on my finger I literally ripped it out of his hand that is I I'm so sorry I told him sorry but so anyway I got engaged and now I've been planning my wedding and all is great Oh, I love it. Oh, my goodness. So what so far have you been um, working on or have you kind of figured out? Well, I'm kind of crazy because I definitely started planning before I got engaged. Whoops. Uh, It's okay. I knew it was coming. So I have a photographer lined up. I'm meeting with a venue tonight. I have my bridesmaid stuff picked out, um, guest list created, um, some gifts ordered. I have my dress already, but (laughs) I've had that for a while, too. Um, Um, you're like really really sure you're gonna marry him yeah well I knew it was coming for a hot second so it's it sounds crazier than it is I promise (laughs) anyway I feel like that's definitely gonna be a topic that we're gonna talk about in the future like (laughs) just like dating and relationships and stuff like that yes we should definitely save a lot of like that kind of discussion but yes I agree I 
yes, I'm so excited for you. This is Thank such you, a big step. Um, as someone who just like kind of went through that, yeah, like it's still very fresh in my mind. And mm-hmm. oh my goodness, I just I really feel so happy for you, and I'm so excited for you and Micah, and just the way that um, your lives are going. And um, definitely, you're going to be a topic. Um, your marriage is just going to be a topic that I'm going to be bringing to God. And oh, Anya, thank you. Oh, of course. You're that welcome. is so sweet. That is so encouraging. Oh. <laughs> and um I mean what better segue than to <laughs> talk about marriage and how it is a reflection of the gospel. Dun, da, da, da. <laughs> Dun, da, 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 our topic for today. Well, I know that you and I had kind of talked about after our recording our first episode we we're like, well, we don't really want it to be as maybe structured or cuz we're still getting used to you know doing this podcast thing and um yeah, we not reading. We talked about maybe not reading so much from like what we have written down and just kind of more having a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about you, Ashley, but I find it to be like even more. Um, e- it's easier to follow somebody having a conversation than it is, you know, like somebody. I would agree. So, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to start? Sure, I guess. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Ashley, uh, what is the gospel? So um, when we talk about the gospel, there's like two different things that the gospel refers to. So you'll hear a gospel or the gospel with a lowercase g and a uh, the gospel with a big G. So the gospel with a capital G refers to the gospels, which are the first four books in the New Testament. So Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And those kind of chronicle um, the story of Jesus and his life. And the gospel with a lowercase g is what we'll be focusing most on today. And that comes um, to deal with salvation. So I have a question for you, Anya, about Mm -hmm. um, the gospel's capital G. Is there one that, like, you have been loving recently, if that makes sense? Yeah. I Well, I haven't dove super deep into, um, like, that's one of my goals personally is to sit down and study um, each of them very intentionally. Um, mm-hmm. One that I have, I guess, more so read or studied um, would probably be Matthew. Um, oh, okay. I, I really, before I read Matthew and intentionally studied it, I didn't really understand that, like, all of the genealogy mm-hmm. lines, like, it's like, oh, this person begot that person, and then that person begot that person. Um, mm-hmm. kind of going through... Um, like lineage and stuff like that. Um, and what I didn't realize is how important those were that it matched the, the, um, the genealogy of Jesus from mm-hmm. David directly. Um, and so I guess I've been really enjoying, I really like Matthew a lot. Um, like the chosen at all either. Um, yeah, girl. If you've seen that, if you've seen that, um, that tv show but i love their portrayal of matthew and how he's, mm. <laughs> he's this very very book smart intelligent guy but he mm-hmm. just has no and he just like meticulously records everything yeah but he's not very like people smart i guess mm. um and i wouldn't have gotten that from reading matthew but that now i I don't know if this is 
like good or not of me to do mm-hmm. but now I like picture, <laughs> picture <laughs> the chosen series Matthew in my head when I read the gospel of Matthew I'm like oh wait this makes it so much more real yeah I don't know hey what about you um I love Luke obviously all the gospels are so cool and just the um kind of groups or the people that they minister to most or what they're like focused on and so Luke, who wrote the Gospel of Luke, <laughs> was wow. a doctor. And so um, when you study the Greek, not that I'm a theologian on Greek or anything, um, but the language used by him is more uh, like medical and academic than in like, I believe, Matthew and maybe some of the other Gospels. So it's just cool to like compare. And um, I love the Mary's Magnificat. Is that in Luke or is that in Mark? I have never heard of that. Wait, what is that? It's, oh, it's Mark. Uh, it's Luke. It's where um, Mary finds out that she's pregnant with Jesus and she like offers this prayer to God and it says, my soul glorifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my savior, for he has been mindful to the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed for the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him for generation to generation he has performed mighty deeds with his arm he has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts he has brought down rulers from their thrones he has lifted up the humble he has filled the hunger with good things but has sent the rich away empty he has helped his servant israel remembering to be merciful to abraham and to his descendants forever even as he said to our fathers so um that's right after she gets to elizabeth's and they're like rejoicing in their pregnancies and it's just like a really pretty picture of bringing um the old testament kind of to the new testament and just seeing god's merciful hand over it all which is the gospel Mm -hmm. which i guess simply put is the good news of christ Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and if you (laughs) so i'm a greek nerd i wish that i could like read it fluently that's like one of my goals in life to read greek but really yeah, I would love it. I think it'd be so cool to study the Bible in its original language. Yeah. Or the New Testament. I'd also love Hebrew, but that one might be Isn't a little the Bible written in Aramaic, though? The Old like Testament the- was Hebrew. The New is Greek. Oh, but Aramaic is the language that they spoke. Yeah, they often, Got like, it. spoke a lot of languages. So Jesus, like, definitely spoke more than one. Mm-hmm. But... So the gospel or the word for gospel in Greek is euangelion, um, which actually translates in English to good news. So when we talk about the gospel, we're talking about the good news of Christ um, and his salvation that he brings to people. But to understand what the gospel is, it's super important to step back and look at the whole Bible because it is a whole unit. It's not just um, we can't just take the the gospels with a big G and separate them from the whole gospel, the whole Bible. We have to look at it as a whole in context. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you can't just look at the Old Testament you can't just look at the New Testament you need to look at all of it <laughs> yeah exactly mm-hmm. Um, so again when we talk about the gospel just an overview of it is Jesus coming to earth as a helpless baby living a blameless life taking our place on the cross to die for our sins wiping us clean of those sins raising to life from the dead or giving us life from what was before death and giving eternal life to those who trust in him as their savior. Um, so simply put, that is kind of just what the gospel is. Anya, do you have like a moment where the gospel like first hit you or that you can remember where like it really just made sense to you for the first time? Yes. So I remember a couple of instances. 
Um, I always attended Bible camp growing up. And I remember one summer, it just kind of clicked for me. Mm. Um, They were preaching the gospel and I was realizing, oh my goodness, like I need a savior. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I really, really need Jesus. And um, I think I was about 12 or 13. um, And there was this distinct moment in the car, I think as we were coming home from Bible camp um, Mm -hmm. and we were driving, we had a long drive. And so we were driving up over this hill and it was this beautiful summer evening. And I remember seeing this beautiful sunset over the trees. And I just remember thinking to myself, there was the, there was a um, pastor um, mm-hmm. on the radio and he was talking about the gospel as well. And I just remember thinking to myself like, wow, like God created this. Mm. And um, like, I just, I want him in my heart. Like I want him in my life. I want, mm-hmm. I want him. Like, I don't want anything else. Like I just want him and I want to do what he wants me to do. And yeah, it was from that moment on that I just knew I was a Christian and, um, mm, praise God. Was, thank you. <laughs> that was all his work and all his, yeah. um, and I know that like, I am still far from perfect and I've made lots mm-hmm. and lots of mistakes. Um, and I know that, you know, Jesus is very merciful and, mm-hmm. um, I just, I'm so thankful that every day he just forgives me and, you know, yeah. allows me to wake up every day and um, keep living my life and, um, well, not living my life, living life for him. I yeah, there you <laughs> go. <laughs> you know that that saying, like, oh, living my best life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it made me think of it. I'm like, oh, please. For the Lord. Yeah, for the Lord. But yeah. How about you, Ashley? When did, um, when did you first become aware of the gospel? Anya, thank you for sharing that, though. I Before I go to me, that was very beautiful. It's so incredible to see all the ways that God works in different people's lives and the way that he brings the gospel to them. Right. Um, and I know, I'm sorry to interrupt, but no, you're fine. And I just know that, like, not everyone has the same gospel experience. Like, some mm-hmm. people don't have, like, a distinct moment um, yeah. when they they believe. It's just, like, it just clicks and then everything changes for them. Yeah, but for me, it was a moment when I knew I was a Christian. Like I, I specifically remember mm-hmm. the day and the time. <laughs> That's so awesome! How incredible! Praise God! Thank you. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry, I interrupted you. <laughs> you literally did not. You're good. Uh, so I was in eighth grade. I had gone to church for a while and um, was in confirmation, but on Good Friday my my home church did this thing where they like brought this like fake jesus body like wrapped up to the front it was really dramatic um but like my eighth grade self like felt the weight of my sin the so romans 323 talks about how all have sinned and fallen short of the god of the glory of god and we need a savior to reconcile us to the holy and perfect almighty all loving god and i just felt that i knew it i knew that to be true um i knew how decrepit and wretched and horrible I was and I knew how separated I was from God but in that moment when I saw that that fake fake Jesus body get uh brought up to the altar I just was like wow Lord 
this is who I am. I am sinful and separated from you, Lord, but you, you love me and you call me to you. You call me to yourself and you died for me. That body, mm-hmm. the real body of Jesus was broken for me. And so after that, I went home and I fell to my knees and I gave my life to Jesus. And since then, there's been ups and there's been downs. Um, but that's the beauty of the gospel. When we fall, Jesus promises to forgive us. He promises to never leave nor forsake us. And I think that's just uh, such an encouraging picture. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, nothing that I ever do or could do could separate me from Jesus because his blood is that powerful. And I can come to him every single day, every single time I mess up and I can repent. I can ask for forgiveness. I can ask him to help me turn from my wicked ways to love others well and to love him well too. So I guess, sorry, that was kind of long-winded, but that's kind of how I, uh, how I came to know the good Lord and the gospel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's kind of why, I mean, you mentioned Romans. Um, yeah. And that kind of goes into like why we even need Jesus in the first place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Cause all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Yeah. Um, and it seems like right now, especially like people believe that we're basically good. But if you look at the world, like it's evident that people are not basically good. We're all, you don't have to teach a kid to do bad. He just does it. You know, you have to teach them mm-hmm. to do good. Mm-hmm. Um, like we're all born sinful and broken and away from God. Um, and so this might kind of lead into the overview of the Bible and also human history because it, like the gospel doesn't really make sense unless you have the whole picture. Mm-hmm. So, um, Anya, would you like to talk about a little bit, um, of what the whole picture of the Bible is? Yes. So, and like what even makes up the Bible? Sorry. Yes, no, absolutely. So the Bible is divided up into the old Testament and the new Testament. Um, and then, the super cool thing about these two parts of the Bible is that they make up one whole Bible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. um, and there's a lot that goes on in these two, these two, these two Testaments. Um, and I think a broad overview of the gospel from these two Testaments is um, like a really fun and easy phrase to remember, which is ca- uh, creation fall, redemption, call, and restoration of humankind. Um, And the Bible kind of chronicles all five of these things. Um, So the Old Testament, they they primarily, the authors of the the Old Testament, which were ultimately inspired by God, Mm -hmm. um, were, they primarily focus on the creation and fall of mankind. Mm. Um, Whereas the New Testament, um, looking forward into um, when Jesus was born and his life and everything like that up to uh, where we are today. Um, that's more of the redemption call and restoration of humankind. Um, yes. Do you have any, anything else to kind of add about that? I think I covered it. I love, I love that little, little phrase, creation, fall, redemption, call, restoration. That is just so, that is so cute. The first time I heard that I was like, this is kind of revolutionary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um so, so like, i ahead. oh sorry oh, go ahead nope you go ahead i um i had heard the creation fall redemption restoration but i had never mm-hmm. heard the call part so i guess i mean we can get into that in just a little bit um do you want to go over each of the five parts yeah sure so um i mean i can start with creation so cool basically in genesis um, 
what happened was God created the earth. So he created the separation between light and dark. He separated water from the land. He created animals. He created insects. He created land creatures. Mm-hmm. And he called it all good. And on the, um, the second to last day, I believe, he created humankind. Mm-hmm. And he called us good as well meaning we were perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, And then on the seventh day, he rested. Um, And then that's kind of where the fall comes in because everything was perfect. Mm -hmm. Then the devil came in, Satan, as a serpent. He came in to the Garden of Eden and he deceived Eve. um, And she rebelled against God and... Um, invited her husband as well with her, Adam, um, to reject God as well um, Mm -hmm. so that they could, they desired to know the difference between good and evil because all at that point they had known was good. Yeah. Um, And the, the devil planted a seed of discontentment in their hearts Mm -hmm. and, then they fell away and what resulted was sin entered the world and death entered the world. Um, and it, what also was caused from that was anonymity with God mm-hmm. um, because God is holy and perfect and um, blameless. And suddenly man decided that he wanted to know the difference between good and evil and um, it put us at odds with God, and so God can't have anything. Um, he can't have anything evil in His presence, and so man was cast out of the Garden of Eden. Um, and we see that from the beginning, God had a plan. He knew mm-hmm. that man was going to reject His plan, His yeah. plan, and He allowed man to make that decision because he already had a game plan in mind. Um, mm-hmm. You can just even see that from Genesis three fifteen. Um, so yeah, do you, that's kind of an, a brief overview. I would highly, highly recommend if you have not read the Bible for yourself, go read it. The entire mm-hmm. thing cover to cover. Um, don't just, you know, don't just believe what we say here. Um, yeah. And if you disagree with anything that, Ashley and I say as well definitely let us know Um, yes please we really we would rather you compare what we are saying to scripture Um, so yes um, that's kind of my take and I I would assume that you would have the same opinion of the brief I hate using a brief overview but (laughs) because there's so much good stuff Um, but basically the rest of the the Old Testament is um, the, the the people that God created Um, keep rejecting him and keep rejecting him and keep breaking promises to him and keep breaking promises to him. Um, And that's kind of where we enter into the New Testament. Oh, yeah. You want to take the New Testament away? Sure, girl. All right. Um, (laughs) So like Anya said, just to go back, creation, God made us perfect. He made us in perfect relationship to him. Um, and all was good because of our sinful nature or because of our sinfulness, because of what we did, we fell short of God's glory and we chose to rebel against him. And since, um, 
Eve ate of the fruit and Adam ate of it too in Genesis 6, sin and or 3, 6. Oh my gosh. Yeah, 3, 6. Sin <laughs> entered the world. But in Genesis 3, 15, it talks about um, Jesus coming. And it doesn't ex- explicitly say his name, but it talks about um, Jesus crushing the serpent's head. Uh, and yeah, so Jesus was promised then. And so our third word, so creation, fall, redemption. Redemption is Jesus. That's the God man of heaven coming down in human form as a baby, dying or living a perfect life, dying for the sins of the world. When um, he took the cross or Jesus died upon a cross, if you didn't know, he took the sin of the entire world, laid it on his shoulders. And from that very moment, all who come to believe, to believe in him um, are counted righteous in God's eyes. And he, he saved um, mankind through that. Mm-hmm. Um, now the fourth one call is what we do from that, uh, redemption. So Jesus saved us and he calls us to live for him, to love others, um, and to walk in his ways. And when we fall to come back to him. So that's kind of the call thing and restoration since, uh, creation was broken in the fall. We eagerly look to the restoration of the world when all the sin and the ickiness is wiped away and God comes back and he makes it new because he says that he will. He says that um, in the end, he will create a new heavens and a new earth that will ultimately um, be, again, that perfect creation. So as Christians, we eagerly wait for that moment and um, are called to, to profess him to others so that others come to know um, his saving grace. So that is kind of the five points. Creation, fall, redemption, call, restoration. Woo woo. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that is just a very, very brief overview um, of the gospel. Um, yeah. And then I know we have so much more to say about false gospels. Um, and we really just wanted to set the tone, I guess, um, for the next episodes um, to kind of just go through like what is the gospel exactly? Mm-hmm. Um, and then from that kind of compare like anti examples. So like yeah. what gospel is not. Yes. There's lots in this world um, that has been twisted to say that it's the gospel, but it's actually not. And even in God's word, it talks about that. It talks about how um, people are so easily deceived by um, lies of this world and how mm-hmm. we're called to reject those and run to the truth. So mm-hmm. I'm so excited for that that episode. Stay tuned for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so excited for that episode too. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's going to be so good. Uh, but that's about all for that. We do have a listener question that we are going to talk about every so often. We'll do these or whenever we get one. Um, and this one came a couple weeks ago. Uh, and it says, what advice would you give to those who struggle with staying with their faith? Um, Anya, have you ever struggled or doubted your faith? Would you say? I have definitely had times like when I've struggled or doubted my relationship with God. I think, mm-hmm. um, it was in times where I was comfortable and I had everything that I needed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I sort of forgot the Lord. And mm-hmm. I know that when I went through trials, I would remember God and I would cry out to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I've recently recently realized um, was that I was using God like a vending machine. I only went oof. to him when, yeah, oof. <laughs> I went to him when I needed something um, instead of going to him about everything. You know, First mm-hmm. Thessalonians says to pray without ceasing. Um, uh, the book that um, 
really called me out on that. Uh, it's called Mama Bear Apologetics. Um, oh, and it, yeah. put, it put a name to what I was believing in. And that was, it, it's such a big, I don't like these big terms, but um, <laughs> it's called therapeutic moralistic deism. Um, which is basically that God is just a giant genie in the sky who wants me to be nice to others and mm. like help me when I'm in trouble and he wants me to be happy. And mm-hmm. what I've realized was that is a version of God that's a false God. Yeah. Um, it's one that I made up to fit my needs and catered to my own comforts. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's why a lot of times I used to doubt God if he even heard my prayers I used to think well God wants me to be happy right like why Mm. is he giving me what I'm asking for um but that isn't how God operates like he's not just a big genie in the sky yeah Um, he is the creator of the universe and he will not be put into a box that fits our needs um so I guess long story short I do doubt God Um, yeah when I go through trials and when I'm just comfortable with where I am um, mm-hmm. and, you know, try to put him in a box and yeah, I guess. What about you, Ashley? Oh yeah, girl. I have doubted the Lord so much, uh, especially in times of trial where uh, I've been suffering. And I'm like, Jesus, why are you letting this happen to me? But um, <laughs> I know believer that this is a common thing. Like if we don't doubt, uh, that's probably worse. Like Mm -hmm. you don't want to blindly believe what you're following. Um, And so to push back on God, like he can take it. He really can. And he wants us to bring those things to him. So I think um, for our listener who asked this question, we have some scripture to bring to you and some wisdom that we can maybe kind of try to help you with, with this Mm -hmm. situation. Anya, um, do you want to read that one verse that you have? Sure. So Ashley and I would just encourage you to just pray about all your fears and doubts. Um, yeah. first, Peter, first Peter 5, 7 says, cast all your anxieties on him for he cares for you. So, and like, that means that you can go to the Lord about anything and everything. Mm-hmm. And he wants us to. He asks yeah. you. Yeah. What about, he- do you have any, um, any passage of scripture that comes to mind for you, Ashley? Yeah. And just to speak to that. Uh, God is our father, our spiritual father. And just think of his love, like a father's love, a perfect father's love. Um, he wants to know when his kids are hurting. He doesn't want us to hide. He doesn't want us to shelter ourselves. He wants us to go to him because he can love us and protect us and heal us and give us resources too. So anyway, um, one passage that comes to mind for me is Mark nine twenty four, which says, I believe help my unbelief. And this passage is something I run to every single day. So in the context of this verse, um, the disciples are trying to drive out a demon of a boy who's been possessed for like a heckin' long time, but they can't. <laughs> They're unable to do so. Um, long story short, the bo- the boy's father is kind of unsure if Jesus can actually drive out the demon. So he um, exclaims that honest phrase of belief and unbelief. But what happens is that Jesus heals the boy. He He's able to drive the demon out def- despite the father's semi-unbelief. And so for believers, there's truth in this story. The Lord is at work despite the doubtful heart. In fact, questioning is not always bad. Like I said, faith based upon nothing is not faith. It's just silly. And so Jesus doesn't ask us to have it all together or to not have doubts in our heart. Like Anya said, he wants us to bring those to him. He yearns for us to bring those to him. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And that's, that's a beautiful thing about walking with Christ. We don't have to be perfect because our Savior already was. And the truth is, He, the Almighty Creator God of the entire universe, knows our hearts better than we even do. And He loves, loves, loves you, believer. Mm-hmm. And I just want to add on to what you said about not being perfect. Um, so we need to realize that we are not perfect, but that mm-hmm. doesn't give us the right to go out and just do whatever because we realize that, oh, well, Jesus saves me anyway, so I can just go mm-hmm. do whatever I want. Um, I yeah. Just want to kind of add that in there too. For, for sure. Think that just because Jesus has saved you means that you can just keep living your life the way you always have. Um, yeah. And then I guess some other things that we would just advise you to like cling on to, um, there's this Christianese word called, um, God is omnipresent, meaning he is all knowing and he's all seeing and all present. Um, and I, I, I guess I just found a compilation of some Bible verses, um, from a website, Uh, called the odyssey online and i just found them super encouraging um the first one being joshua 1 9 have i not commanded you be strong and courageous do Mm. not be afraid do not be discouraged for the lord your god will be with you wherever you go revelation 21 3 and i heard a loud voice from the throne saying look god's dwelling place is now among the people and he will dwell with them They will be his people and God himself will be with them and be their God. Um, Wow. John 14, 16 through 17. And I will ask the father and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. The spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him for he lives with you and will be in you. And this last one, um, just of encouragement, um, is from Psalm 23, 4. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Um, From my own personal experience, um, I just, I know that I can't trust my feelings and that's (laughs) that's backed up by scripture as well. Mm -hmm. Like just because we don't feel close to God doesn't mean that we're not, we should not trust our feelings. Jeremiah 17, nine says the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? Um, And then one, I mean, I I love Matthew kind of coming back to Matthew a little bit too. Mm -hmm. Um, Matthew seven twenty one through 24 says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many mighty works in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. And to me, that just, that just says those people who are being arrogant about their faith, like, Lord, look what I did for you. Look at me. Look at what I did. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, it's kind of humbling to think that the Lord doesn't look at our, our, our works. 
he doesn't care what we do. He wants our hearts. He wants a relationship with us. Um, and that's kind of scary too, because people who feel like they're Christians may not know Christ. The yeah. fact that, um, listener, um, I just want to encourage you, like the fact that you are concerned that you are not staying in your faith is kind of a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, you're aware of the fact that, you know, you might be drifting. Like, that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, that's, a, that's a time for you to invite other people in. And that's a time for, you know, just to just pray even harder. Um, Amen. And then kind of to talk about that Matthew verse again. Um, like, we are to be hearers and doers of what God says. So we're not just hearers alone and we're not just doers alone. Um I guess it just makes me think of like that classic hymn, trust and obey for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus than to trust and obey. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. And what other other advice would you have, Ashley? Well, I um, would say that during this time where you're just struggling with your faith, uh, bring your other bring your concerns to other Christians and read your Bible. Like Anya said, Mm -hmm. we're not created to be an Island. We're created for community from the very beginning. God created us out of an outflow of his love. And literally right in the beginning, God talks about, it's not good for man to be alone. And so he gives Adam Eve. And so in a similar light, we are the body of Christ as believers. And so um, think of like our physical body and I can't just function alone without the brain, you know, like every part needs to be together to make a fully functioning body. So what, as you're struggling, go to other believers. It's so easy to isolate yourself from others and step away from God's word. When you have doubts or are struggling, do not fall into that trap. Satan is laying that trap and he wants you to feel alone. He wants you to feel like you're imperfect and that, um, he wants to just drive that imperfection in and make you think that you can't run to others. But um, know that you are not alone during these times when you feel like you want to draw or when you don't want to draw near to the Lord. That's exactly when you need him the most. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And wouldn't the devil just like to make you believe that you are alone? Yeah, because he wants you to drive to be driven away from Jesus. He doesn't want you to find community because in community is when you, where you're built up, you know. Mm-hmm. So, believer. We love you, and we're praying for you. Know that. Mm-hmm. So uh, this episode was a little bit longer than <laughs> I think we anticipated, but that's, oh, that's okay. Um, A-O-K. So, yeah, <laughs> it was good. It was good stuff. But in the next part, uh, I think we already talked about it, but we are going to be addressing some false gospels, what the gospel is not. And then also in part three, this is a three-part series, we'll be talking about um, – what the true gospel looks like in everyday life. So we're kind of breaking it down point by point. Um, but Anya, the most pressing question of this episode. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> I'm Drum just kidding. Um, <laughs> to lighten the episode at the end, our fun question of the day is, what is the best type of goldfish cracker? Anya, I want to hear your answer. This is very important to our friendship. Um, okay. Um, shoot. I think those little, those little whales the whale one <laughs> <laughs> those aren't even oh my gosh okay the whale they are, they are a goldfish cracker what kind of other goldfish crackers are there like the brand 
Are you talking like okay, uh, <laughs> off brand? Like, why are you trying to get my no, opinion? No, do I, like I off brand ones or do I like the actual ones? Okay, I just like the whale ones. Okay. <laughs> okay, honestly, I I accept that. I accept that. I was mostly talking like flavor, but the whale ones. That one, oh. honestly, <laughs> superior. That is, <laughs> the whale ones are superior. I will give you that. I don't um, know what brand those are, but those are delicious. They're those. literally, yeah, they're so generic, but they're so good. Now I need to get some of those. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my gosh. Um, my I feel, wait, wait, wait. What about you? What's the best kind of goldfish cracker? <laughs> I feel very, very incredibly strongly about this. Um, it's definitely the rainbow ones. Definitely. And if you say otherwise, unfriending. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I've had like so many conversations with people about this and I don't know why I'm so like, I just have very strong opinions, anyway, about goldfish crackers. So, (laughs) anyway. Too funny. In closing, Anya, do you want to wrap it up? Yes, okay. In part two, we will be talking about false gospels. um, And then in part three, we'll be talking about um, what the true gospel looks like in everyday life. So, anyways, that is the end of the podcast. Kind of good. This has been so fun. Yes. I'm so I... excited for you that you're getting <laughs> married. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> oh my so goodness. fun. Okay. So fun. Um, right. But we love you guys. Thank you for tuning in for this long episode. We hope that the Lord was glorified and that uh, you know his love today and always. Mm-hmm. Anya, my girl, I'll talk to you later. All right. If I could give you a fist bump, I would. I'll, I'll fist bump my microphone. There Ready? we go. Oh, Three. sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Three. Let's try it again. Three, two, one. Eh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Bye. <laughs> See you next time, guys. Yeah. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the A podcast. Have any topics you'd like to hear discussed or questions you'd like answered? Find us on Instagram at aapod2022 or send us an email at andapod22 at gmail.com. Again, that's at aapod2022 and andapod22 at gmail.com. You can tune in to the A&A podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, and find links to listen on our Instagram page or on our website. Please leave a like and comment so that others can find this podcast and get connected to Jesus. May the Lord strengthen and guide you today and always. And we can't wait to see you on next week's episode of the podcast. Yeah, woohoo! <laughs> <laughs>